0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay,
1: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: We'll talk more about this coming up here in a bit, but we want to talk to Mary Kay Cabot because the LeBron's made some hirings. And Mary Kay Cabot joins us live from fabulous Las Vegas. And she's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, Mary Kay. Hey, how are you guys? Thank you very much for joining us. Have we you know been to a, bed yet?
3: Oh, or have you been in the casino tables right all night? Ahead.
4: No casino time for me yet.
3: Yet, Mary Kay, ah, I like that. Word. You don't strike me as much of a gambler.
4: <laughs> no, I'm really not. I, I'm really not. I I enjoy Vegas, but not necessarily for the gambling. I
2: can see that. Mary Kay Cabot joining us here on the show. The Browns have hired Andy Dickerson as their new offensive line coach. Let me start with this: Could Jed Will's days as a starter be numbered?
4: Well, you know, they'll have to see. I mean, first of all, Jack Conklin should be coming back off of a knee injury as well. And, you know, so you have three bona fide starting tackles. They're just going to have to figure out how that's all going to shake out. But the Browns like Jed Wills a lot more than it seems like the fans do. And I think they feel like he made strides last year. And, you know, they're just going to have to see how that goes as they move forward.
3: Hindsight's great and when Dickerson was announced, it was like, of course it's Andy Dickerson. That's why they were interviewing him for the OC job. Do you think that this was a uh, premeditated interview early on, knowing that this was a possibility that they were going to lose Bill?
4: Well, yeah, I think so. I'm sure it had something to do with it. You know, Bring him in as a bona fide OC candidate, also knowing that uh, he might be able to fill another role for you. A lot of times they'll identify guys that they really like And if it doesn't work out at one spot, it might work out at another. So I'm sure they probably had to have that in the back of their minds.
2: Mary Kay, obviously a lot of conversation has been about calling plays. Do you have a gut feeling right now who you think would? I I don't want to spend too much time on it. I think it's been beaten to death. But, I mean, we only get you one day a week. I got to ask you.
4: Well, you know, I'm going to say Kevin for right now. I'm going to say Kevin. I wrote a column about it the other day. And I outlined all the reasons why I feel like it should be him. And, it, you know, if you read that, I think it would seem to make sense to anybody who read it, who reads that, that that's how it needs to go. That doesn't mean it will end up going that way. Maybe they have it in their minds that, you know, Kevin needs to just oversee the whole operation and let someone else call the, call the plays. But I don't think that should happen this
3: year. I haven't asked you about Nick Chubb in a while he's on the books for 16 million. I don't think he's getting that. Do you think that there's common ground where they can find some sort of uh piece on both sides to get something done? Maybe an incentivated deal to get him back here.
4: I think so. I know they're going to work hard to make that happen. Uh, you certainly don't want things ending with Nick Chubb on any kind of a bad note. Not at all. Team uh, in so many ways, he's the face of this franchise or has been for so many years and they're going to work really hard to make sure that they come up with something that works for them and that works for Nick. And I I would think uh, that with him coming off such a a major knee surgery that he would definitely be open to, as you mentioned, an incentive-laden contract or something along those lines.
2: So the awards are tonight. The NFL honors are tonight. Uh, You have Jim Schwartz, who's up for assistant of the year, Kevin Stefanski for coach of the year, Joe Flacco for comeback player of the year, Miles Garrett for Defensive Player of the Year. Out of those four, who's likely to get some some hardware tonight?
4: Well, I really think that uh, Miles and Kevin. There's so much support for them uh, to win Defensive Player of the Year and Coach of the Year. You know, you could just see it. You know, in terms of what happened with some of the other awards, uh, AP First Team All Pro. Miles got the most votes for that. It's the same voters, same 50 voters for Player of the Year. So I really think that those. Two guys have plenty of momentum for, for those awards. But, you know, I just wouldn't rule out the other guys either. I mean, both of them, uh, you can make a strong case for both.
3: If Kevin wins a second Coach of the Year award, what does that do to a, a contract extension in terms of the numbers? I would think that would elevate the price quite a bit.
2: Well,
4: you want to come to the the bargaining table with with two uh coach of the years on your resume there's no question about that but uh, he was going to get that extension anyways even if he didn't win or even if he doesn't win he's getting that extension and it should be coming you know fairly soon so um you know it's it's good for him but i i don't think it'll be a a
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Life-changing award, per se.
2: Mary Kate Cabot joining us here on the show. Is there a, with Miles Garrett, it seems like more and more he's going to be able to get this award. I'm actually talking myself into it. I didn't think there was going to be a chance. Uh, I am reading a couple people in Pittsburgh. They're talking about the narrative surrounding Miles Garrett. Does it feel like it's his turn? Is it, does it feel like, hey, it's, just, it's his time to get the award here?
4: yes it really does feel like uh it's it's his turn and i'm sure that uh i'm sure that t.j watt and and j.j watt are not going to be very all because t.j led the league in sacks and he also had four forced fumbles like miles and he had eight passes defense and he scored a touchdown and you know he had a, a phenomenal season and he finished strong so i think there, you know they're probably not going to be too thrilled with it. The Steelers aren't going to be happy with it. Steelers fans are not going to be happy if Miles wins. Uh, but I do think that it just seems like the voters were ready to, to give this one to miles.
3: One more on the play calling Andrew is so calculated with everything that he says. I thought it was interesting that he wanted it on. I, I felt like he wanted on the record. He went out of his way to say he felt like one of Kevin's greatest strengths was play calling. Did that stick out to you at all, or am I making too much of that?
4: No, he's consistently said that, and he repeated it at his uh, wrap up press conference. So he's always felt that way about Kevin. So I'm not really surprised about that. Um, But I think that, you know, that also means that he's under strong consideration to do it again.
2: Mary Kay Cabot joining us here on the show. What's the future for Amari Cooper from what you're hearing from anybody at, at the Super Bowl? I mean, is, is there a restructure going on? What, what, what could we see?
4: Um, you know what? I, I, I don't think necessarily that they have to do that okay. uh, because as the years go by, that $24 million cap hit for a receiver of his caliber uh, starts to look not so bad. If you, you know, you look at some of the top receivers and they're in the thirties. So I, you know, they probably would end up restructuring him just to create some more cap space with so many guys, uh, with big, big numbers this year, but it's not, there's no super sense of urgency to get that done.
2: Who'd you vote for, for the hall of fame? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm (laughs) not, you know, I'm not serious. You know, I'm (laughs) not serious. Mary Kay, goodness gracious. Uh, Okay, what what was what is the what is it like? What is the uh, what is the experience like? Voting for that?
4: It's great. It's it's a tremendous honor. It's uh, it's a long, long day. It's a long process, and it's a huge responsibility. So, uh, you know, it's it's really amazing to be a part of that. And I was thinking, you know, today, if if Miles does win this NFL Defensive Player of the Year award, there could be. Sometime in the not too distant future, of course, five years after he would be done. Of course. um, When, you know, when I could be in there deliberating on Miles. It really, really helps to have an NFL Defensive Player of the Year award on your resume. So, um, you know, so he could be amongst amongst the players that we're voting on.
2: This is all very weird because it's like there's this big fight between Browns and Steelers fans, between TJ Watt and Miles Garrett. And I'm like, well, they're both probably going to just be first ballot hall of famers. It's just when they retire, I think it'd be kind of odd if they ended up going into the hall of fame together in the same class. But I, I do want to ask you though, about the Kelsey's, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey spoke about miles today. If this is Travis's last game in the NFL, is there a possibility Travis and Jason Kelsey could be in the same hall of fame class? Uh,
4: yes, yes, there is, there is a possibility of that. Um, Travis is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I asked Travis yesterday if if he was done and he he wouldn't he wouldn't give that up. Um you know, he just said that you know, he's got one more game and he thinks it would it would be silly for him to give it up when he still loves the game so much. So he you know, he started down that road of maybe, you know, maybe I've got this one more game and then he kind of dialed it back and said, you know, I love the game too much. Uh, so I, I don't think that he is is ready to, to hang it up yet. You have to re- really be ready to do that. You don't want to have regrets that you left too early. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes, but it's certainly possible.
2: Mary Kay, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy Las Vegas. Enjoy everything. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thanks. Mary Kay Cabot on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.